Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning and welcome. You're listening to Adair Prayer's Morning Bible Study. My name is LaCharles and we're so glad she could join us. However, before we get into the word, let us open up in prayer. Lord, we just thank you for today, Lord, and we just thank you for the joy that you have put inside of our hearts, Lord, that you have blessed us with your Holy Spirit, Lord, and that you have given us such blessings, Lord, that cannot be counted. Lord, we also just thank you for the infinite wisdom and knowledge that you have given us, Lord, and that you yourself possess, Lord. And Lord, we just thank you that you've given us your Holy Spirit as well, Lord, to reveal the scriptures to us, Lord, so that way we can understand what you mean by them, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' almighty name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We are excited to have you with us and to dive into the word, Mm -hmm. continuing our study in the book of Hebrews so we can develop unshakable faith. This morning, we are in chapter 11 and... We are covering verses 8 through 16, so if you're joining us for the first time or even rejoining us, I want to encourage you to pause the episode now and just take the opportunity to read through that section of scripture, making it easier to follow along in the discussion. Hmm. Amen? Amen. 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 All right. And now the floor is open to give each of you the opportunity to share what Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and ask any questions you have. So who'd like to begin? I would. All right, honey, honey. Um, I, I think in the previous episode, LaCharles, you were talking about um, how the Lord included the children of Israel, the rest of the group, with the victory that was had at Jericho. Mm-hmm. It did start initially, um, I mean, technically it started with Noah's faith, right? We can go all the way back yes. to Noah Amen. For the, to see the faith that was built upon to get to the place of Jericho. But it built on Abraham's faith, Isaac, Jacob's faith. And that's something that he's showing us here. There's a building of faith that's happening and coming into agreement or putting, adding your faith to the next level of what's already been provided. Um, and in the, the uh, Jericho example, you really saw the Lord, and you'll see him do this at times in your own life, is that he he may have given you a promise, but he wants to include other people in it. And he doesn't, mm-hmm. he's not satisfied with just one person being blessed, even though he would accept that. You know, there's sometimes it is just a one-on-one thing that God is blessing you and you're using your faith for. Sometimes it's a, a, a thing that he wants to include others in, not because their faith is necessary for it, but he wants them to have an inheritance in it. When the... If Joshua had just marched around Jericho, God could have absolutely called the, caused the walls to fall with just one person believing him because it was never about the, foot, the, the, the trampling of the feet. It wasn't about the sound of their, their shout causing the walls to crumble. It was their faith, them releasing their faith to obey what God had already told them that caused the walls to crumble. And we know there was more than likely some angelic force behind their Holy Spirit was right there that actually caused those walls to fall down and gave them uh, more grace to win the battle, right? The anointing to do that activity, the supernatural empowerment to do what he was asking them to do, but he wanted them to have a portion 
in this victory so that they weren't outsiders watching one man do all the work, but they were equal participants in it. And by their participation, also becoming joint heirs, because if you don't do the work, then you have no, you know what I mean? Um, inheritance and the reward if you're unwilling to do the work. So God had already taken the opportunity to allow the people who would not believe, who would not join their faith, who would not invest in his promise or be willing participants in it to allow them to die in the wilderness. So all, all these people were folks that had said yes on some regard, on some level to the plan of God and yes to using their faith. They believed God to go into the promised land at the very least and he allowed them to be included in the faith that in this particular, bless you, honey, bless in this you. particular instance started with um, Joshua getting the command or the instruction and the information from the Lord. So as you walk with God, I mean, I think the important part of that is sometimes knowing how to deal with the Lord and be patient with the process that he has in allowing others to become participants with you. Abraham, for example, you know, he wanted to go, he would have been very pleased to enjoy all of the blessing, all the, the, see the fruition of it is what I mean. All the blessing and the promises that the father had spoken to him. Yes. As I was on the prize of salvation and being eternally joined with him, but I'm sure he would have been elated to see everything that he had used his faith for manifest in his lifetime. And, um, I, I can say for myself, you know, there are things in my life that I've been like, God, yes, right now would be awesome. And God's like, no, <laughs> there are other people that I've already planned to be incorporated into this. And, you know, don't struggle with, is it, is it a lack of faith in particular? If you're believing God, realize that sometimes he just wants to invite other people in so that they can share in it as well, which, We'll see that later um, in the end of this scripture that the Lord didn't want just only one person to be blessed by it. It would have been great. Mm -hmm. I mean, Abraham would have high-fived just to have a son and have multiple children and physically carry that out. But how much better is it now to see the bigness of what God had actually decided and provided an opportunity that we are, I mean, we're building on Abraham's faith. We're partakers still today mm -hmm. we're partakers of that we're partakers of jesus's faith we're partakers of isaac and jacob and jo uh, joseph and everybody else that we're going to read about we're partakers of noah's faith and as we were able to enjoy that benefit of somebody that came before us keep that in mind that god wants to do that from us moving forward as well just to include others so that they can have a portion too they may not necessarily have your faith and you may feel like your faith has done the bulk of the heavy lifting right abraham <laughs> sweated it out <laughs> and then sarah just came in you know at the tent door and she got to enjoy that same promise well god always wanted to include her and i'm not saying that that's exactly what happened but abraham could have easily felt that way right you know you yes, if you bake a pie and you you gather the ingredients and you do the bulk of the work and then someone shows up just to take it out of the oven when the timer goes off you're kind of like uh you know <laughs> Thank yes, you. Mommy. Well, well, you doing the majority of the work, yes. <laughs> exactly. However, right, well, I love that you brought this up because it adds, if you will, yet another layer to what Paul writes about to the Corinthians, right? When he says, now he who plants and he who waters are one, each one will receive his own reward according to his own labor. Mm -hmm. But of course, we know we labor through faith, right? So it says, mm -hmm. we are God's fellow workers. You are God's field. You are God's building. According to the grace of God, which was given to me 
As a wise master builder, I've laid a foundation and another builds on it. But let each one take heed how he builds on it, right? So there's a warning in this as well. Um, for no other foundation can be laid, can anyone lay, than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now, if anyone builds on that foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each one's work will become clear. For the day will declare it because... Excuse me, for the day will declare it because it will be revealed by a fire, and the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. If anyone's work and what he's built on it endures, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned, he will suffer loss, but he himself will be saved, yet so through fire. So, uh, again, I love that you brought that up because it is not just, although we tend to oftentimes, Look at just here's the work throughout the generations, mm-hmm. and by and by our uh, generation, I mean each generation individually. All right, someone came, someone sowed, someone watered, more people watered, more people watered, more. But just in that generation, where the Lord's also looking at this intergenerationally, mm-hmm. and we see that throughout Scripture. I mean, it traces the lineage of Christ all the way back to the beginning, mm-hmm. to Adam. So there's that intergenerational building upon how will we be viewed individually in the labor that we have done during our time here on the earth? Have we built upon the faith? Or when the work is tested, does it need to be removed and completely ripped out in order to bring about restoration from the good and perfect work that the Lord did in the previous generations? And... Uh, that's something we all need to be aware of and examine ourselves concerning. The only way we can do it is in faith, with total dependence and obedience to the instructions the Lord's given us. Following it step by step to say what he says to say and do what he says to do so that he's glorified. Yes, and I think that's what um, we also see Paul getting at here when he says that um, for a waiter for the city which has foundation whose builder and maker is God. And just understanding as well is that while the Lord may use vessels like Abraham, mm-hmm. it wasn't Abraham doing the work. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Abraham's faith that caused Isaac to come forth. Mm-hmm. Amen. And just understanding, as you said, that let those who build on this foundation be careful, meaning that it comes down to, are you listening to the Lord as well? That's truly what's going to withstand the fire. Anything that we produce by ourselves is going to be burned up. Nothing's going to remain. That's mm-hmm. what we see inside of heaven. Nothing that causes a lie or any other sin will make it into there. Mm-hmm. And as you and mommy always tell us, our ideas stink. Not, mm-hmm. We have not helped the Lord in any way, shape, or form. The plan I thought was so awesome was a hindrance to the Lord, meaning that he had to go slap that out of my hands and, <laughs> and spread his own plan on the table. Mm-hmm. Well, and the why? only plans that ever work are his plans. So Amen. don't yes. don't be mistaken that's, to try to take credit for it. Ex- exactly. And and who's God here? You or God? Right? So so wait, we should be doing God's work and following his word, not the Lord's not here to follow the word of a Charles or John or anyone mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. He he follows his word. He holds his word above his very name. Right? That's whose word comes back or goes out and does not return void, right? Yes. But accomplishes all he purposes. And to add to what you said, right, about who does the work, Jesus said very plainly, the Father is the one doing the work. 
So the, the Lord of all heaven and earth said very plainly, he wasn't the one doing the work. The Father was the one doing the work mm-hmm. through him. So how little work are we actually doing? Which is why then when you get to Luke 17, and he's talking to his disciples, and he says, hey, understand this about the servanthood, right? We're worthless servants. We've just done what was, and he says this in another place in Scripture, a reasonable service of worship, or, or the way it's said in Luke 17 is, we just did what was required of us. We just did our job. That's it. The, the least we could do was continue to serve until the master was served, and then... And satisfied. Mm-hmm. Yes. So let's understand that for ourselves across the board, right? And examine ourselves if we've thought too highly of ourselves and, and the work the Lord has called us to do, right? Yes. We're, we're yes. all equal participants. He's no respecter of persons. Does he predetermine things for us to do? Yes. Mm-hmm. But we're reading, again, this Heroes of Faith chapter for people that, Yes, the Lord asked to go do something, but they followed the Lord in, even here, right now, this is after the flood, in extraordinary ways, in ways that were so extreme to probably the common person, right? They didn't just go to church on Sunday. Mm-hmm. They didn't just pray once a day, five minutes before bedtime or before they closed their eyes to go to sleep, mm-hmm. right? These are individuals kind of like Enoch. They walked with the Lord. They were friends with the Lord. They had conversations as they went, came in and went out, right? Mm-hmm. They sought the Lord about everything. And I would say that they had exceptional, exceptional faith. Um, I, I, I would say extreme, extreme just because it, yeah, it, it's, it's not common, mm-hmm. although it is, is, the faith is common. But it's available. There is, is, that's what I mean by it's available to all, right, to, to enter into... I'll say citizenship of heaven, right? Part of be part of the kingdom of heaven, but in that true relationship, deep personal and intimate with the Lord. Mm-hmm. However, who wants it at that this level? Amen. And so that's why I would say I would call it exceptional versus extreme because they didn't have more faith than anybody else per se. Everyone starts with the same measure. You brought that up in the previous episode, Layla. But they chose to grow their faith. They chose to persevere with their faith. They chose to continue to press on with God so that they could achieve something with their faith versus Amen. just saying, I'm going to hide my talent in the sand because I don't want to be bothered with it. It's too much to ask. I'm going to take it and multiply it. I'm going to use it. I'm going to work these muscles. I'm going to um, do what's necessary for me to grow with God. And when I miss it, I'm going to get back up and keep trying with him because each one of these people that we see here, there was an example of where they missed it with God somewhere, right? Because all have fallen short of the glory of God, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, but they continue to persevere beyond that. And it's not something that was impossible to anybody else. It was just, they chose to be exceptional. They chose to go the extra mile. They chose to go a a bit more distance. They, they decided not to look back. They decided to, Keep moving forward with God. And even, um, you know, back to the, the reference we were talking about at at Jericho. And it says, by faith the walls fell. You know, that was a credit to everybody that was there. The, mm-hmm. the priests had to do their fulfill, use their faith to fulfill their priestly role and get out in front. The trumpeters, the singers, Absolutely. the dancers, the kids, even down to <laughs> mom and daddy and the, the suckling baby that was marching around. They all had to 
use their faith. And I don't know if the mommy with the infant stayed home that day because they couldn't make a sound. But when they brought them the last day, I don't know. But for wherever they were, they had to use the amount of faith that they had. And God said, thank you. I can use that. And some of these people that are listed in the faith chapter did not have a consistent walk with the Lord like Abraham did. Right. Abraham had more time in what we see about him in scripture that more times than not, he persevered and persisted with God and fewer times that he did things like give away his wife and, um, you know, walk in fear or struggle with something. But some of these people, they didn't even finish their race with God, maintaining their salvation 100% or their commitment to God. Some of Mm -hmm. them fell into idolatry or things of that, but God still recognized the times that they did use their faith and that he was able to use that pathway and that channel that they gave opportunity for him to do something miraculous Mm -hmm. that other people got the benefit from. So, you know, just being encouraged and inspired to be exceptional with your faith and then hold it and maintain it long distance. Abraham just had a baby. Like if you were an outsider looking in, from the surface, he just had a baby, mm-hmm. and his him and his wife had a baby when they're old. I'm like, okay, well, people have babies all the time. <laughs> you know, Samson pushed down the walls of an entire building and collapsed it. That seems more eliminating all the, all the leadership and freeing Israel. Amen. Um, you know the the Jericho thing, David, um, and just and Gideon had spectacular appearing victories you a handful of people beat everybody up wow oh my but the the ones that have the pathway that has had the greatest impact are the ones who seemingly had small esque mm-hmm. things that appeared small on the on the surface but they were great in the the spiritual realm to Amen. god and they have lasted throughout the generations that people are still eating from. They're still benefiting from, they're still being blessed by Israel today. The nation of Israel mm-hmm. is still declaring that they're seeds of Abraham, Amen. that Abraham is their father and that they're the chosen people because of Abraham's persistence, his exceptionalism in persevering with God, even on the surface, if it seemed like he just had a baby, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and even still, Christ is in his natural lineage. But still, you know, it didn't seem like it was to Abimelech and all of them. They're probably like, okay, and I've got 50 kids. Or, <laughs> or however many they had, right, exactly. However many it was, they're like, okay, and, but to God, it was something great. And his willingness to be exceptional with his faith is and, still speaking. And the greatness has to do with each one's heart towards the Lord. Amen. Just very quickly before we go, Mama, you, you were speaking on what I, I wanted to share. Oh, which is, sorry. It was very nicely stated, Mom, and I just wanted to point out that Abraham and some of the other heroes of faith that we're going to read about weren't concerned with fitting in with the crowd. Like, that's a mm-hmm. really big thing here in America. If people accept you, if they give you their nod of approval, then you've made it. If they somebody give you else, likes on your Instagram. Or I assure you, it's, <laughs> your video. it's not just in the United States of America. It's worldwide. It is around the whole earth. Mm-hmm. So this also is a, a message for the whole world who will have a heart after the Lord above everything else. Oh, and we'll have to pick this up in the next episode. But last thing I'm going to say about the their ability and their 
I would say okayness, but I'm pretty sure that's not a word in the dictionary. But <laughs> they were all right with being the only ones, if that's what it came down to, to receive God's promise. Mm-hmm. Amen. That's the only a, one to fight for it. It's a valid, mm-hmm. valid point, man. I want to hear more about this on the next I, episode. I sure do. All right, so uh, it's also, I'll say, a warning for us, right? That we examine ourselves. Are we, and is our faith so set, established, secure in the Lord, unshakable in the Lord, that it doesn't matter if we're the only one in the whole earth following the Lord, that we'll still remain with Him? And that's a question only you can answer for yourself. That's between you and the Lord. But I, I would encourage you to truly examine yourself before the Lord concerning that. Because it matters now and for eternity. Our faith can't be founded on anyone or anything else. As we have read, and Paul says, the foundation set forth is in Christ. Amen? Amen. 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 All right. Well, let's pause there for today. And with that, can I get a volunteer to close this out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Charles. Lord, we just thank you, Lord, that you are our foundation, Lord, and that you are what stabilizes us, Lord. And, Lord, we also just thank you that we can trust in you, Lord, that you are faithful and consistent, Lord, and that you never change, Lord. And, Lord, we just thank you that you've given us the same ability as well, Lord, to be consistent in doing your will on this earth, Lord, that we don't have to come in and go out, Lord. And, Lord, we just thank you for all these things. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. In Jesus' almighty name, amen. And amen. We love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org. Click on connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.